Welcome to Color Outside the Lines. I'm Krista, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to step out of society's narrative and build a life that is completely aligned to who you are and what you are meant to be doing, and feel safe doing so. Together, we rewrite old programming and create our own stories that guide us toward our most authentic selves. You being you is what the world needs most right now. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode of Color Outside the Lines. I'm so excited to have you here today. We're going to talk about a topic that is so important to me. And when I learned it, there were so many things that shifted in my life. Not only was I nicer to myself, but I was also able to start seeing the major areas where I was creating negative situations and hardships because of the language I was using. And I was attracting these things that I was focusing on, but I didn't even realize I was focusing on them. So you guys voted on this topic. So I know that you guys are all having either you're interested in this topic or you're struggling with this topic, or, um, there's something that is, that is drawing you to learn more about this topic. And so I'm really excited to bring to you a podcast all about conscious language. So to start us off, I would love to start with a story as always. And I want to begin with my very first coaching session ever. And I don't mean the first session where I was the coach. I'm talking about the first time I was ever coached. And some of you have heard me tell this story before because it was so profound to me, this moment, it really changed everything. So this was in, I think it was like around 2014. So it's been quite a while. And I was working for a startup. I was the chief of staff. I had moved up from being a virtual assistant to becoming the chief of staff and our executive staff, which I was considered part of was given the opportunity to work with a coach. And I immediately saw the value, even though I wouldn't have technically been in the group of executives that this was offered to. And so I asked if I could also be coached. And to this day, I am still so, so thankful for that opportunity. I honestly think that's the catalyst for why I became a coach. So I just want to encourage you too, that if you're ever given an opportunity like that, always, always take it. Okay. So I started working with this coach and in our very first session, which just happened to be in Mexico, which was kind of amazing. Um, she kept asking me questions and I would respond. And the way I would respond was something like, well, I don't know. And then I would give my response, right? And everything she asked, my answer was like, I don't know. And then I gave the answer. And so finally she just said to me, did you know that you were saying, I don't know before everything you say? And what's interesting about it is that you actually do know because you give an answer right after. So cue the wide eye mind blown emoji. I was literally saying, I don't know before everything, even though I had valid thoughts and ideas. And what she told me at that time was that it was causing everyone else to not take me seriously because I was negating my ideas before I even said them. So I was telling myself and my, and we know that everything we say to our body, our body believes us, right? So I was telling myself, I don't know. And my body was believing it. And then I was telling everybody else that my ideas were not valid because I was saying, I don't know before them. 
And so oftentimes what would happen is I would assume this posture of low self-confidence and not having anything to contribute to the team because I was regularly telling myself and others that I didn't have anything to contribute by that one simple phrase of, I don't know. And what was interesting is that I didn't even realize I was doing it. I didn't even realize I was saying it. And there's so many of you out there right now, and I see it in your stories and I see it on your um, Facebook lives and your Instagram lives. And you're saying things that are minimizing who you are, right? It may not be the phrase, I don't know, but some of you use the word just a lot. Like, well, I just wanted to share this with you. And that phrase, even though it sounds so unassuming, that phrase makes it sound like, well, well, I just wanted to hop on here, or I just wanted to share this with you, or no big deal, right? It makes it sound like what you have to offer and what you're saying is not important, okay? So this, this is called, the thing that we're talking about here is called conscious language, So conscious language has a lot of definitions and it's used across many disciplines in many different ways. But the most basic concept is becoming conscious of the language you are using with yourself and others and choosing specific types of language to use that are empowering to you and empowering to others as well. So most likely you're probably, you've probably already doing this on some level, right? You're probably already aware of the really big things. So for example, when I was growing up, my mom would never let my brother and I call each other names. Like we could fight and we could get angry with each other, but we could never call each other names because that was something that could not be recovered from. Getting angry with someone about something they are doing is fundamentally different than making statements about who they are as a person. So this sounds like you are being mean to me versus you are a jerk. One is about a person's actions in that moment. The other is about their identity. And if you think about that and you take that concept and you apply it to the way that you're talking to yourself, this is where conscious language can become very, very powerful because there are many of you that are saying things to yourself that you are making part of your identity. Okay. So things like I am inconsistent. This is such a big one. You guys consistency, because that's the thing that so many of us latch onto is like, well, if I could just be more, I could just be more consistent, but instead you're saying things to yourself. Like I am inconsistent or I am lazy or I am whatever it is. And what's really interesting about that is that when we use that phrase, and this is a, this is a big concept in conscious language is that when we use that phrase, I am, I am becomes part of who we are. I am is my identity, right? I am Krista. I am a mother. I am a wife. I am an entrepreneur, right? And so some of you are using language that maybe it feels a little like it's not necessarily mean, but you are making it such a part of your identity that it's holding you back. So one thing I hear people say a lot, and this was something that I did in the beginning a lot, you guys, and it, and it kind of got me off the hook for what I was doing um, because I 
felt like since I was not making XYZ money, which there was not really a number I had in my head, it just was like, I'm not making as much money as that person over there, or I don't have as many clients as that person over there. And so for years, I was building all these different businesses and they were successful and I was very successful in them. And I would still say to people, I, I'm building a business or I'm starting a business. So do you see the difference of that? Like verse I'm starting a business versus I am an entrepreneur or I'm I'm starting a business versus I'm a business owner. Do you feel the difference like when you say those two different things to yourself? Like do you feel the difference in the power behind them and how one is saying like, "Well, you're not there yet and you aren't that thing yet." And that's one of the things that holds us back so much from being able to move forward, being able to show up in our businesses the way that we want to, because we're just, we're still just building. We're not already. Does that make sense? Send me a message and let me know if that makes sense. I would love to have a deeper conversation with some of you about that, because I also hear a lot of people say, well, I'm new, I'm a new coach or I'm a, I'm a newbie right? And the problem is we say this to ourselves and what our body hears, what our subconscious hears is, well, I'm not ready yet. Well, I'm a new coach. And so I'm not ready to take on clients yet, or I'm a new coach. So I'm not ready to let people pay me yet, or I'm a new coach. So I can't charge the amount that I actually want to charge. And the, and the issue with that is that might be okay for your first one, two, three, four clients, right? I charged lower prices in the beginning than I do now as well. I had different programs than I did in the beginning than I do now as well. You're always going to grow and that's amazing. But when you're constantly telling yourself I'm new and there's no, there's no line for when you're no longer new, right? It's like, okay, well, I'm going to say that I'm a new coach or I'm a new entrepreneur until I sell this many products or until I work with this many clients, right? Like after I work with five clients, then I'll be an experienced coach. After I sell 10 products, then I'll be an experienced entrepreneur. We never have that line. And so we latch onto this idea of building businesses and being new entrepreneurs and new coaches, we latch onto this idea and it becomes part of our identity and then we never become ready, right? And so we spend years searching for the next strategy, the next thing, because we're always still learning because we've told ourselves we're not ready yet. And we're regularly telling ourselves that we are not ready yet. And so this is like kind of an interesting twist on the conscious language because a lot of times we can pay, we can pay attention to the things that are making us that are that are mean to us, right? That that are like the things that like we are shaming ourselves or guilting ourselves about. And those are things that I also want you to really pay attention to, right? Because a lot of times the things like, well, I'm building a business can turn into, well, I'm building a business and I'm not good enough yet, right? Or I'm building a business and I'm not successful because I'm not doing this well enough. Or I don't, I'm building a business and I don't have clients, so I'm probably going to fail. 
Whatever it is, I want you to start paying attention to where that simple statement that maybe is not so negative, where does that lead you? And oftentimes that leads us to a place of either quitting or paralysis or building a business that we don't actually want to be building because we have these stories and we have these ideas that we can only do things a certain way. And this goes into a much deeper topic. And what's so fascinating to me is that oftentimes when we dig into this idea of conscious language, what we find out is the subconscious is really, we have all these things that we're saying to ourselves, right? And what those subconscious is really saying saying is I am not worthy. So I actually had this come up this week because um, my son is actually asking if we could do school at home next year. And it's an idea that I have considered. But then this week I had, I thought to myself, how could I possibly homeschool and run my business? My business is really. And I thought, it wasn't really a how question. Like it wasn't, how could I do this? Because I know it's possible logistically. There's lots of ways to get support and there's lots of other women doing it, that sort of thing. Right. But really what came up for me is why should I get to do that? Why should I get to basically in my mind, have it all be at home with my kids and be running a business that I love? Because not only am I running a business, I'm running a business that I feel super passionate about and that I absolutely love. So why do I get to have it all? And that is something that that goes straight into conscious language. Because if you hear one of the first things that I said was should, why should I, right? And anytime you hear that word should, I want you, I want that to be like the biggest red flag in your mind. Okay. Because should we, we talk about this all the time, stop shooting yourself. Right. And we, I think we talked about that on a past episode of really paying attention to that word. And anytime it comes up, I want you to shift it to the word could. So what could you do? What could I do in this situation? instead of I should be doing something because should is something that always leads to guilt and blame and shame, right? If you guys are familiar with Brene Brown at all, she talks a lot about this. Okay. So should always takes us to a place of blame and a place of, um, guilt. And we don't want to be in, we don't want to be in that place at all because that is the place that keeps us stuck. That is the place that keeps us from playing full out in our, the fullest expression of ourselves, which is the way that we build successful businesses and successful lives. Okay. So when I looking at this, when I'm looking at this statement for myself personally of like, well, why should I get to have all this? Why should I be the one that gets to have everything? That is not a question of, can I do it? That is a question of, do I deserve it? And it's a question of worthiness. And what happens whenever we start to really pay attention to the language that we're using is we realize that the root of all of it is worthiness, right? So when you start to pay attention to this idea of, well, I'm a new coach, really what you're saying is I'm not worthy of having clients. 
I'm not worthy of charging that much money. I'm not worthy of building a successful business. And it's interesting how we kind of pad it with these like these things that don't seem so bad, right? Saying to yourself, like, I'm a new entrepreneur, it doesn't inherently seem like a bad statement or like a negative statement. But when you start to really pay attention to the way that you're talking to yourself and the way that you're, that you are talking about yourself all the time, you'll start to realize that those things are really you confirming to yourself over and over again that you are not worthy, right? And that's usually a big one. You're not worthy or you don't deserve love, right? So it usually has to do with worthiness and love, okay? So here's your homework. Here's what you're going to go work on. I want you, first of all, to start paying attention to the thoughts that you have throughout the day. Okay. We've already done this in a previous episode where we've started to bring awareness to it. And I want you to start, um, writing those thoughts down. Okay. And they can be good thoughts. They can be bad thoughts, whatever, but any thought that kind of makes you have this, this sort of this feeling of anxiety, this feeling of stress, this feeling of shame, this feeling of guilt, anything that brings up even the slightest feeling of that, right? Like if you say to yourself, I'm a new entrepreneur, you'll feel yourself contract, right? You can feel it in your body and it might be slight, but you'll feel yourself contract. And when you do, those thoughts are the ones that we want to start paying attention to. Okay. So I want you to pay attention to those thoughts. I want you to start writing them down and start paying and write them down every time you have them. So you can start paying attention to the thoughts that you're repeating most often. Okay. And then once you do that, I want you to think about what does, what does that thought really mean? When I'm saying that thought, like what is the real thought behind that? And you're going to have to spend some time journaling on this to get to the, to the bottom of it. And it may take a little while. You may have to journal a couple times on it. If it's a bigger thought that you have often. And then I want you to start. And then I want you to say to yourself, what would I rather be saying? What do I wish was true? What would I love to hear instead? Okay. So for me, like the, I don't know example, right? I would love to just stop saying, I don't know. And so I did, I just stopped saying, I don't know. And I started just saying my ideas and I would say, this is my idea for this. This is my contribution for this. And it was so empowering and it helped me. It actually helped me to see that I was in a very toxic situation, (laughs) but it was really empowering for me to realize that I, I was a, an amazing team player. I was an amazing contributor. I had great ideas. I brought a lot to the team. I brought a lot to the table, right? And so for you, as you're starting to think through these, what are some thoughts that you would rather have? Like I am a new entrepreneur. What if the thought was, I run a successful business. Or if, if you have a hard time believing that one, what if the thought was, I run a business that I'm really proud of, or I run a business that I'm really passionate about, right? So I want you to start thinking about those. And then I want you to start thinking about any time you say an I am statement. Okay. And making sure that every I am statement that you say is actually something that you would want to be part of your identity. Okay. So if you're saying I am stupid, right, that's not something you want to be part of your identity. And if you're having a hard time 
believing right now, shifting away from the thought, I am stupid. Shift it slowly to something like that action was stupid or that action was something I'm not proud of. Okay. Instead of making it part of your identity, we're going to start to really pay attention to the specific language that we're using in all areas. And now that you guys have listened to this and you know this, you're going to start to, you're going to start to hear yourself all the time. Okay. We may do a part two on this actually, because there's some other points that I would love to bring up with you, but this is, this is the beginning. And so you're going to start to, you're going to start to hear all the time, the things that you are saying to yourself and you're projecting out to others. And so with those, I am statements, I want you to start writing those down too and starting to shift them to something that is not an I am statement. And if you can shift it to something positive, that's amazing. If you can't shift it to something positive, at least shift it away from an I am statement. Okay. And then the last thing is to start paying attention to any thing that has to do that that has to do with the word should or shouldn't or don't or can't. And also the other, the other words that are really important are like need, I need to do this, um, that kind of thing, right? So anything that makes you feel like you are inadequate, like you're not doing enough, like you aren't doing the right thing, I want you to just really, really start paying attention to those, start writing them down and start choosing thoughts or choosing statements that you can practice and you can, and you can use in place of them. Right. So then like, so the one example is the word should to the word could. Okay. So if you're like, man, I should really fold the laundry right now. I'm so lazy. Right. What if you shifted that to, I could fold the laundry right now, but because I am a good mom, I'm choosing to play with my children. Okay, so what if, what if you could shift everything, every should to a could and see how that feels in your body? Okay, so take that homework, start to pay attention, start to journal about it, start to pay attention to the statements that you're saying to yourself and make these subtle shifts. And you are going to be amazed at the impact that it has in your life. It's going to change the way you see yourself. It's going to change the way you interact with others. It's going to change the level of anxiety that you have and the level of stress that you have. So this is one of the things that keeps us stuck in anxiety and depression. And so once you start to shift this and once you start to speak life to yourself and to others, you're going to see your life shift. Okay. So as always, I would love to hear about your breakthroughs as you are going through this process. So please DM me on Instagram. I'll drop the link below in the show notes and let me know how it's going and what starting to pay attention to conscious language looks like for you. And if you love this episode and would like to continue on this journey of learning how to color outside the lines, hit subscribe to get notified when new episodes drop until next time. This has been Krista always here to remind you that you are so powerful and you have permission to color outside the lines.